welcome to Your Career Podcast. If you're looking for inspiration in your career or job search, you're at the right place. I'm Jane Jackson, your career management coach and author of Navigating Career Crossroads. For more career advice and support, go to janejacksoncoach.com and find all you need to create the career of your dreams. Welcome to Jane Jackson Careers, a podcast that takes your career to the next level. Here's your host, Jane Jackson, author of Amazon Careers bestseller, Navigating Career Crossroads. Well, hello and welcome to My Careers Podcast. This week, I'd like to introduce to you a talented young man whom I discovered on Instagram. I noticed his motivational images and career messages and was inspired to reach out and invite him on my podcast. You never know where you're going to find people. Now, when I sent him a message, by coincidence, he was about to travel from Atlanta, Georgia in the States to New Zealand and Australia on holiday. And so I was privileged to be able to meet him face to face at the Radisson Blue Hotel coffee shop when he was in town. And that was just such a thrill. Now, let me tell you about him. Zachariah Ballinger, or Zach, as we'll call him, is a motivational speaker, educator and author. He speaks on topics including living with purpose, overcoming obstacles, leadership, sales, youth and career development and job interviewing. So a number of years ago, Zach was diagnosed with Meniere's disease and was told he would never hear again and to go out and sign up for disability payments. But no, he wasn't going to do that. He's not one to accept adversity. And through sheer determination, Zach fought this disease. And even though he's still deaf in one ear, he now motivates his audiences to live life to the fullest and pursue their passion. Now, he's spoken nationally for many colleges, corporations and non-profit organisations. As founder and CEO of a career agency and training company that provides job interview tips, connects professionals and serves as a resource to all who need it, his career expertise informs individuals on how to ace the job interview, find the work you love and discover life's passions. His book, The Hot Seat, How to Meet the Challenge of a New Era in Job Interviewing, is a comprehensive guide to mastering the job interview process. Now, let's find out all about his inspirational career journey. Thank you, Jane, so much for having me. This is a real privilege to be with you. Um, and congratulations on all your success, too, in your book. Oh, well, thank you very much. We have, I have to let everyone know we've just exchanged books and we're very excited because both our books are all about careers and helping others. But now Zach, I found Zach on Instagram because he had some incredible memes and posts and very inspirational all about careers. So I started following him and I said, oh, you know what? I'd really like to interview you on my podcast. And then Zach said, well, would you believe next week I'm flying to New Zealand and Sydney because Zach's based in 10 
Tennessee in the US. And I thought, well, if you're going to be in Sydney, then, well, we'll have to meet. And here we are. Yes, so we welcome are. welcome to Sydney. Thank and you so much. How are you enjoying it so far? I've enjoyed it a lot. We flew first to New Zealand, yeah. and I got a chance to do some bungee jumping. And uh, let me tell you, I conquered my fear because I was scared <laughs> to death over that bridge. But I did it, and I'm excited. I love New Zealand, and I love Sydney a lot. Although the rain, I hope it clears up soon. But. Oh, yeah, I'm very sorry. It just started raining today. The minute you arrived, I brought it, it in, didn't I? <laughs> I'm sure it will get much better. But that's interesting. Going on holiday and doing the bungee jumping. Now that's really brave. And so, was this is this a face your fears holiday? It was. It was honestly a motivational thing for me. One of my biggest fears is heights, mm -hmm. and I don't even like getting up on a ladder. But you know, as I go around talking to college students, one of their biggest fears is public speaking or job interviewing. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to incorporate that in my talk and have a, actually have a video of me jumping off a 129 foot bridge. And I say, are you, would you rather bungee jump or job interview? <laughs> and right. so it's all about facing your fears. And if I can bungee jump, then they can job interview. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> it, honestly, it's bungee jumping is something I've never tried. I have tried skydiving, though. But somehow, I don't know, skydiving, you have more control. You pull the chute. Bungee jumping, you're there, and you just go straight down. It's such a rush, though. It's, it? a, it's a rush, and you can't believe once you've done it. It's uh, incredibly, it's very nerve-wracking when you're going through the process. And honestly, I was scared to death. But after it was done, I was kind of glad I did it, yeah. and I was kind of glad I didn't have to do it again. <laughs> well, I, I think it's, it's such an achievement to do that. And I think facing your fears is something that is so important in your life because so often we've got that self-limiting belief, haven't we? And when we've got that self-limiting belief, we think, well, who are we to be able to do this? Or if I can conquer this fear, what else can I conquer? Sure. And Facing like a physical fear is a good thing, isn't it? Absolutely. Because, yeah, how was the adrenaline rush? It was amazing. You know, it, I thought it would be there. And then when you actually walk out on that ledge and they say three, two, one, you don't really have a moment of hesitation. It's either you're going to look really silly by not jumping uh -huh. and you don't have any choice because your legs are strapped. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I guess I'm here, so mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> and so that was a nice break. Um, are you going to be doing any other brave things while you're here in Sydney? No more brave things in Sydney besides maybe going to the Blue Mountains. So I don't know if you call that brave. What about the bridge climb? You told me earlier you're going to do the bridge oh, climb. Oh, well, that might be a walk. Uh, it's a brave thing. I did the bridge climb. It's a very brave okay. thing. Okay. Well. All right. Because, mind you, after bungee jumping, it probably won't be unless you bungee jump off the Sydney Harbour No, Bridge. I'm good for right now for the bungees. Oh, okay. well, yep. Anyway, lovely to find out about the holiday. But let's now find out more about you and your career path. So can you just kick us off with sure. what career path did you dream about when you were a young man, maybe in your teens, and how did it progress to going into pharmaceutical sales? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I was kind of thinking back a few months ago, I got asked the same question, and Jane, for me, I really had no idea what I wanted to do. You know, my father was a successful business person, and I kind of want to model that behavior, but really when I was young, I grew up very poor. And the main thing I wanted to do was make a lot of money. There wasn't no dream career I had. I thought about maybe owning my own business. But whatever it was, I wanted to make a lot of money. So I picked pharmaceuticals 
because I figured it was a four-year degree and it was an opportunity in the environment and sales where I could make the most money. Mm-hmm. Okay, and was that in Tennessee? That was, yes, right after I graduated the University of Tennessee mm-hmm. in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee is now home? Atlanta, Georgia is now home. Oh, okay. Yep, I've resided in Atlanta, mm-hmm. Georgia about three years now. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And so how did the career progress in sales, in pharmaceutical sales? Because it's quite a specialist area. Sure. Did you enjoy it? No. So um, I went into college, and I tell my story to a bunch of university students all the time. Um, I'm going to be speaking at the University of Tennessee Thursday, and I tell them the same thing. What happened with me is I didn't know what major I wanted to pick when I went into college, and there wasn't much career development or coaching, so I kind of just went into something to do it for the money. So I went into accounting. I hated it. I went into logistics. I hated it. I went into finance. I hated it. So I finally got to the last one, which was marketing. I thought, well, I guess I have to do this because that's the only one left in business. I graduated in three years, finished my degree, and I got out in the marketplace. And like I said, I wanted to make a lot of money. That was the main goal. So I thought, you know what? If I make six figures, then I'm going to be happy no matter what I do. So I went into pharmaceutical sales, and I done I did it for a little while, and then I was diagnosed with a devastating medical disease. I have Meniere's disease, and the doctor told me during this time, he said, you're done. Go and get on disability, because I literally woke up and could not hear anything. It was like two rushing freight trains in my ears. So just overnight, you lost your hearing? Over My hearing had always been on the decline since I was 12, but during that time, there was so much stress, and I hated my job, and there was so much pressure. And come to find out, what was adding to that was stress in the, my job. So I woke up with two freight trains sounding in my ear, and, you know, after dealing with this for a couple of years and really hating what you do and waking up and not being able to hear, I was at maybe a 20% comprehension range. And I thought, you know, I'm not going to end this like this. I'm not going to sit here. Life is too short to do work you hate. You know, we work most of the time, eight to five, Monday through Friday. Most of us do more. I do obviously now a lot. So we want to be happy in what we do in our career. We want to discover our passion. And I think for me, what happened was, is that was my aha moment. When the doctor told me to go get on disability, I said, no, I'm going to do work that I love, work that matters, and I'm going to find out how to do it. And I did it. And I love teaching and I love speaking and I love training. What an inspirational story. It's funny how it's so often from, you know, like, like what might seem like a disaster in your life that you can choose which path to go down. One is, okay, I'll go on disability and I'll be miserable sure. and I'll blame the world for my, my right. problems or I'm going to take control of my life and do something about it. Sure. And so obviously that's what you did. And so... How, how did you go from pharmaceutical sales, having this you know, devastating illness, to becoming a motivational speaker? What was the journey there? Yeah, so it started out because, you know, 
to get into pharmaceuticals, it's really a difficult industry to get into because I said it's one of the top paying sales professions you can get. So actually, I went through about 250 to 300 job interviews with over 50 companies before I landed my very first opportunity in pharmaceutical sales. And through that process, then I, I got moved up. To make a long story short, I was up for a position. It was a national sales trainer position. It was going to be a big corporate title job. And I went into the job interview, and I didn't get it. And from all my job failures, I said, you know, I am tired of losing on these job interviews. I'm going to find out how to ace these job interviews. I'm going to be the expert because the next time something comes along, I want to be prepared. I want to ace the job interview. So I've talked to over 40 to 50 hiring manager. I poured a bunch of research into it, and then I published my own book because I want to be the expert into that where that never trips me up again. Mm-hmm. And so the book... Your brainchild, your baby, really, is the hot seat. Yes. Hang on, let me put on my glasses so that I can read the tagline. It's how to meet the challenge of a new era in job interviewing. So the new era in job interviewing. Tell us about the book. Tell us what this means. Sure. So I'm a pretty simple guy. As you can tell by my accent, I'm country. I love so the accent. I, 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 I love I like, this. How do you describe this accent? Is it a Tennessee accent? It's a Tennessee-Georgia Georgia mixture. Yeah. Ah, fantastic. So love it. I like to keep it simple, stupid. The KISS method. Mm-hmm. So when I wrote my book, I wanted to find out a way to get people to read again. So many of the college students don't read enough. And I always say that on college campuses about career development. It's a lot about reading books. So I wanted to do a short book, about 186 pages. I wanted to cram all the information I could into it. I try to make it humorous and funny. But I also try to give you everything you need to conquer the job interview. And in the book, there's three phases. And I believe if you master those three phases, 80 to 90% of the time you get the job. And that's the pre-phase, what you do before the interview, which is 95 pages of the 186 pages of my book. So that tells you how important it is. And then the actual during method. You know, I read a lot of job interview books and they were all about the during part. You know, and it was all about questions. And I don't know about most of college students, but I didn't want to read a 700-page book on thousands of interview questions. I wanted a comprehensive manual to be able to conquer the hot seat. So there's a during and then there's a post phase. And it took me a while to learn the post phase. I've always thought there was two parts to a job interview. But really, there's three. And it's essential what you do after the follow-up. So if you can master all three of those phases, then you master the job interview, and that's what the book's about. I 100% agree. And I just noticed what, right at the beginning, it's all about finding your passion. Yes. Because how can you possibly interview if you don't know what you really want? Yes. Or know, don't know what you really represent? Because once you know your passion and you're in the interview process, that comes out. And wouldn't you agree that it's attitude during an interview that makes it, all the difference? It absolutely is. And, you know, I've got a talk coming up in October at Central Michigan. 
and they wanted me to talk a little bit about discovering your passion because I think when I go into these rooms, the first question I ask the audience, the college students, I say, how many of you know exactly what you want to do, you've discovered your passion, and you know what kind of career you want to do the rest of your life? And honestly, Jane, about 5% of the hands actually go up, which is scary. So that means 95% of them don't really know what they want to do. So before you do a job interview, you have to know what you're passionate about. You have to know what your calling is and your strengths are. So we go through that. We go through methods. There's actually real methods you can do. Now, 90% of people won't do them because it takes a lot of work. It's not something that you wake up and say, oh, this is what I'm passionate about. It's a lot of work. It's career journals. It's self-help books. It's interviewing others to find your strengths. But I absolutely agree with you. The foundation of job interviewing is your passion. I have to job interview all the time, as you probably do too, because we're doing speaking events for colleges, corporations. There's a lot of top speakers out there. So me and you both have to know how to top the hot seat, if you will. And we both get probably rejected a lot too, but we each take we're passionate about it, and that's what makes the difference. We're willing to do the pre-work to overcome and get the job. And also, it's a matter of desire as well. Absolutely. How much do you really want it? Because if you really want it, you're going to put the time and the effort to prepare. Because preparation is really the key. And preparing, not just doing research into the business or about the role or the competition within the company or who their competitors are, but the preparation into yourself. Your key strengths, what you really want, what what your potential weaknesses or areas for improvement. Why do you even want the job? Right. Yeah, there's so many things. That if you're clear about yourself and you know who you are and what you represent, then you can really market yourself. So your book, The Hot Seat, prepares people and takes you through the entire job search process or the entire interview process through to what to do and following up as well. It does. It starts out by discovering your passion, why it is critical to do that. Um, a great motivational speaker inspired me a couple of years ago. He said, our life is as short as a dash. And what he meant by that is, our, if you look at a gravestone, there's different years on it. For example, 1960 to maybe 2005. That's the time the person lived their life in that dash. The world's millions of years old. So we know our life is literally like a star in the sky. We don't have long. Each day matters. And what he said is, live your life inside your dash. Because literally, life is as short as a dash. We don't, we're not promised tomorrow. We don't know what the future holds. But we do know that we can control our future and our destiny. And that's the most important thing. And that little dash, I'm just thinking, like a star, like you said. Um, if you're going to be a star, you may as well burn brightly. Absolutely. Because you burn brightly and then in the grand scheme of things, <laughs> it's out. gone. It's Absolutely. Gone. Yeah. 
And I didn't want to spend my whole life doing work that I hate. And so many people do that, but there's tangible ways out there. And that's what I try to do in my talks, really, is to begin that. And a lot of students at first are like, what does this have to do with job interviewing? But at the end of the presentation, that's honestly what receives the most high marks is, wow, you've you've set a fire under me. I had a guy one time I was presenting to career directors, and these are the people that are leading the college students. And he came up to me after the talk and emailed me, and he said, you know what? I'm going to finally do what I want to do at my dash. I don't want to be a career director. I want to own my own business. He's now working tangible steps to do that. He wasn't happy doing what he was doing, so he changed it. And that was what was the most awesome thing for me. I think it's so exciting because you're helping people at the beginning of their careers, students setting that fire so that they can really get that true passion and direction from the beginning. For me and what I do, I'm helping people going through career transition later in their lives. Mm -hmm. And even then coaching them, it's trying to help them find their passion and direction midlife, not really as midlife crisis, but mid-career change, it, it takes a lot of work. Sure. And so many people, when you think about it, they've been going through their careers and they let the career take them over. Yes. And they've sort of gone off track a little bit because they got a promotion or a little bit more money here and then they get to maybe 35, 40 and they think, oh, this is not where I wanted to go, but it was because they didn't have a plan. But if they know from the beginning, like when you're reaching them, they know what their plan could be, make the most of it. They wouldn't have all this angst during their mid-career as well. Sure. And and I do career development talks, too, and as far as the Tennessee State Association, I work with a lot of state employees, Mm -hmm. career directors. Mm -hmm. I work with corporations and nonprofits. And if they want me to do a career development talk, which a lot of times they do want me to do career development talks, is how to develop your career and job interview, I always let the event planner know that we talk about discovering your passion and there's many things you can do inside an organization so it's not necessarily I'm saying leave your current job or anything like that what I'm promoting is for you to have a happy life and for you to be passionate about what you do and that'll shine and it'll show in the work you do yeah. and also if someone's in a role and they're not feeling quite as motivated as they could if they know what they can do in order to enhance that role to make it more satisfying that's part of career development as well so now Zach tell me where are the places that you um, have spent quite a lot of time speaking now while people are listening you might be hearing a lot of noise in the background it's because the the coffee shop bar in which we're in is getting quite full and there are a lot of people making a lot of noise but anyway it adds to the atmosphere so Zach back to you so which are the most fun places that you've actually delivered a motivational talk at Yeah, that's a good question. You know, the most enjoyment I have, um, I've spoke for colleges and nonprofits, but I think the nonprofits, because when I come in there, for example, I speak at the Covenant House, and what the Covenant House does is they take in-between runaway teens, so for example, 18 to 22, where they don't have housing and they don't really qualify to go to a youth shelter, they take these teens in and they develop them. And what they do is they give them food, a roof, and shelter, but they also give them education. 
And then I come in on a Saturday and really spend about four hours with these teens. And some of these teens are amazing. But they may have a criminal record when they're 13 years old. And they're trying to get back into the marketplace. They're trying to get that job as a dishwasher, as a waiter, as something in food services or a valet. So I take them through the hot seat methodology. And I also mentor them. So I give them my email. I think that's what's been the most satisfying for me is doing that type of work changing lives in your community and giving people that hope again that's so inspirational Zach I mean what you're doing is really giving people as you say hope knowing that there is something you're not stuck no matter how bad a situation is, there is something you can do to turn it around. Sure. Yep. And the kids that are there, they've been given up on. A lot of them have been beaten. Mm-hmm. They've been um, abused by their parents. They've been, they fell through the cracks. They've been around a lot of bad stuff. And they haven't seen a lot of hope. They haven't seen people succeed. And when I come in, I talk a lot about my father, who escaped mainland China, started off as a dishwasher, and now owns six restaurants. And he's been a very pillar of his community as a successful entrepreneur. And the kids are amazed because they never have heard success stories. All they have told is they're worthless. Mm. So we come in there and give them some hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The storytelling is so important, and I'm sure that when you share your family story as well, and by the way, so interesting to find out that you're half Chinese, <laughs> yes. I'm half Chinese, half English, or half Chinese, half American. There must have been a reason why we found each other on Instagram. That was really quite <laughs> amazing. But, but hearing other people's stories and how they've overcome hardships makes such a difference because it, it, it does. It lights that fire. It does, um, especially when it happens in your own family and you go through those hardships. But um, I try to read a lot of nonfiction books, too. Um, On the way here, I actually read Kenneth Kenneth Bay's story and how he was captured in North Korea. And it really does give you perspective on life and how something can change so dramatically and how we need to appreciate it while we're here. So now, Zach, can you tell me, if people wanted to find out more about you and what you do, how can they find you? Sure. So the easiest way to find me is, it's my website, www.topthehotseat.com. And that's, yes, T-O-P, Top the Hot Seat, as in overcome the job interview topthehotseat.com and or they can visit any of our social media links now we have them right on the website but um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook I would say more of the Instagram than anything See, that's Zach Ballinger isn't it Zachariah Ballinger Zachariah Ballinger yep so they can find that all on the website they've got there's a plethora of information there um, it has my biography and it also has some job interview tips too and I'm very open to to emails too. If somebody has a question, don't feel free to email me. I'm an open book. Um, obviously, I can't spend a day, but if you've got a quick question or anything, I'd be happy to help your Fantastic. audience. Well, what I'll do is I'll put all of those links onto my show notes, so you can hop on to janejacksoncoach.com and you'll be able to find all of Zach's links and social media links as well, plus a little bit more information about him. And so I guess all that remains is to say thank you so much. Hope you have a wonderful time in Sydney and may it 
be sunny when you climb the Sydney <laughs> Harbour Bridge. Jane, thank you so much for the opportunity. Continue doing what you're doing. You're changing lives, and I appreciate you having me. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. You can get a free audiobook download and free 30-day trial at audibletrial.com forward slash Jane Jackson Careers. There are over 180,000 book titles to choose, so give it a go and get your free audiobook today from audibletrial.com forward slash Jane Jackson Careers. You've been listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Sign up to receive regular career advice at janejacksoncoach.com. Thanks for joining me today. For affordable career help, please check out my career success program. I provide a unique blend of online and live career coaching to help you take control of every aspect of your career or career change. If you aren't aware where you want to be in your career, let's talk. Check it out at thecareersacademy.online. The links are in my show notes.